need the money, bro. Like we actually do. You need the you need the money to pay Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, 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 guys. Uh, right, we're on week fucking, what is it? Week seven of season one of The Away End. Me, Jimbo, give us a shout, Jimbo. Hello, mate. Now we've got a couple of lads on here who we're, we're going to give them a grilling, I think. Oh. Mandy, Mark, what do you want to be known as over in Amsterdam? What are we saying, man? Flipping, flipping legend, mate. And I need a better introduction than that, mate. Do you know what yeah, I mean? You want- a better introduction than that yeah well actually what? i might be I'm, i might be able to give you a decent introduction mate oh here Very we go exclusive mate my space exclusive you have an mc around sound that's it that's it that's it keep it running we got manzi manzi in amsterdam all right, Brev Star, Kid D. Oh my God. That's that a fair that. introduction. That's, I yeah. like that. Doing nice. bits on the Manchester grime scene. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> now I feel kind of guilty about trying to intro Chima, to be honest, because so we're going to try something different, right? Well, well, um, well we... this is going to be quite bad, actually, intro for Chima, because they've just gone 2 1 down. So, awful <laughs> go to conclude, but whatever. Right, we got Chima over in Manchester with me. Uh, we're going to try to get some live reaction from Chima as the Liverpool Arsenal game is playing in the background whilst we're all trying to watch it and record at the same time. But as James just said, <laughs> what you what you feeling now, mate? Pitch side reaction with Chima. I'm feeling um, nowhere near as good as I was five, ten minutes ago. <laughs> um, I'm feeling that we're getting really, really, I don't want to say the word that I'm thinking, but we're Pumped. We're getting, yeah, we're getting, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I'm saying. It's ridiculous, seriously. Um, But whatever. From what what I've watched and trying to carry on, if you had one shot on goal, like literally the goal, and that was a fuck up on Liverpool's part. Yeah, like that's it. That's all we've got. We've got defending really, really deep. And it's fine if we can get, like, if we can take our chances, but we're not even making chances anyway. So Wait, did you point. say it's, it's fine to defend really, really deep against Liverpool? What, who do you think yeah. you are, Atletico Madrid or something? <laughs> um, we, we've done that in the past few, like, games that we've had with them. We've done that relatively successfully, right? It's fine what, to do what it. Were those, what were those last two games? Were they Premier League? One of them was a Premier League game. One was a cut, wasn't it? Is it community community shield the, the the warm up before the season begins? Yeah, yeah. Glorified. Sure. See, this is what it is with 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 fans like you, Manzi. If you don't win it or you're not in it, oh, it's just a oh, it's just a oh, it's a preseason warm up or whatever. When you win it, it's a no, trip. no. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> if it's not the Prem and it's not the Champions League, shut your mouth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, let's get back. Let's get this back on the rails, boys. Fuck it. No. <laughs> on a level, so right, Manzi, you're from Manchester, right? And you support United. Give us give us sort of it's a pretty obvious one, but give us the background as to like why you supported United. Listen, yeah, I was I was about what four or five and I saw that red shirt on TV. That was it. Granddad went, Yo, you're a United fan, and that was that. <laughs> It's the shortest origin story we've had so there's far. There's no need. There's no need for me to dress it up. When when you get the true calling, you know when it, you, you know what I mean. Tima, mate, you've got to come up with something better than that, please. Um, 
<laughs> Why did I start supporting Arsenal? Basically, it's because of Thierry Henry, to be honest. Like, I was relatively, like, young when I watched the World Cup. Which one? 1998. Um, I was relatively young then to really, like, know anything. Around 2002, 2003, 2004. Um, started paying attention to football more and the person that just caught my eye really was just was on reading it ah okay follow him wherever it goes and it turns out it's Arsenal did you also support Barcelona did you also support like an American club or what when did you stop following him no man you're not the host mate what's going on here (laughs) nah mate I'm sick of it Arsenal fan mate look at his Tottenham shirt all the listeners probably won't even see this stupid Tottenham shirt he's got on. Oh, dumb. <laughs> look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Uh, he's, 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 he's took off his camera. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. Manzi, Manzi, Manzi. You're a United fan and obviously me, it's been it's been a long time and we had a lot of a lot, a lot of success when we were growing up, right? And it was, it was the glory times, right? Let's be honest. Yeah, right? no, it was, it was. We had Sir Alex, mate. We had the flipping best manager there's ever been. And we, we've had them ups and downs now, right? We've had them David Moyes years and then Van Hall years. And what's your thoughts on Ollie? And I saw a thing before we came on. Basically, Kino is putting the pressure, the cranking the fucking pressure up big time. Yeah, I've Did seen, it- yeah. If he don't get top four, it's over for Ollie, he said. What do you think? Do you know what it is, yeah? Look, Ollie, yeah, is like your favourite PE teacher. Do you know what I mean? He's just one of them guys, yeah, who can like proper handle the boys. You know what I mean? He, he, he can like chat to them. They feel comfortable around him. I, I, I've tried, yeah, to see him as like someone who can take this club. Like to, to not even like, you know what it is, yeah? Like when it comes to United and like, oh, where, where are we, whatever. I, I don't even think about trying to get back to Sir Alex levels. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying to get to the point, yeah, where when a game starts, I think we're going to win it. Do you get what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's what I'm trying to get to. Wait, so when but, you say you're trying to get to, are you not at that level? Of course not. Man United versus any team, I couldn't tell you if we're going to win the game or not. The, the maddest thing is, yeah, I'm more confident going into games like Man United versus Liverpool, Man United versus Chelsea, Man United versus Brighton. I'm shitting myself. I fully, fully agree. Like it's, it's crazy to think like that, but it. It's like when we play a top team, top whatever four club team, it's like all of a sudden we remember what Man United means. And the second you're playing for these West Ham, whatever, we used to roll over them teams back in the day, roll over them. Now, it... if we focus, we can lose against top four teams and beat the rest. <laughs> I'd rather we did that. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing is as well, man. I. I... I didn't honestly appreciate it enough how good of a man manager Fergie was to just keep motivating the players just week in, week out, season in, season out. It's crazy. Like, there's no man. other manager out there who can do that now. It's just hey, it's a myth, Brew, isn't it? this, yeah? That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, you know what? Get back to your question about Oli. He's not the guy. He's not the guy. But at the same time, like I say, it's one of them situations where who, who else? Like you could say, oh, people, people talking about Pochettino and that. I don't know about that. You right there, you know. We can go back to the second episode of this of this podcast. I I called for Poch ages ago. I said I would take Poch over Ollie at the time when when Ollie was still only in his first six months. I said about it. Nah, but check this out, yeah. Like the know. thing about Pochettino, yeah, is that guy. What has he delivered? 
bro, that guy, yeah, had it in his hands, yeah, to set up a team to win that Champions League. You know that Champions League, yeah? I, mean, I, I didn't... Liverpool defended so much. I wasn't expecting that. And that was their chance. And the way he set the team up was so shit. Any flipping kid playing FIFA Ultimate Team could have <clears throat> picked a better starting eleven. So I don't I know. I think that's the thing about Pochettino. Just not uh, not that I want to derail this section and go on about Pochettino, but he's like a. I don't think he's a master tactician. He's a he's a master motivator. Yeah, man, and he's got techers and that. I've seen him on YouTube. You know, take free kicks and that. He's got techers, <laughs> but oh, it's it's not about that. You know what I mean? So for, for me, I don't think Ole is the man for the job. But if you so sat is? there. And, yeah, who is that? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But I think this question is, is one of them ones where I can only give you the first answer. Fair. Because when it comes to who, it, it's like, bro, I would scream it if I knew it, bro. You know what I mean? But I don't. I don't know who is the right guy to come in. Real talk, I would have taken Ancelotti. Yeah. Real talk, I would have taken Ancelotti. Do you know why also I would have taken Ancelotti? Because he's got he's that guy, yeah, that can bring a player. Yeah. 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 What players trying to fucking sign for Ole, bro? These guys like Von, Donny Van der Beek, bro. Like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, like Hammers, Hammers, isn't it? Hammers to Everton. Exactly. Hammers to Everton is a six. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that? that do you think Hammers Rodriguez he would have left if it wasn't for? Nah. No chance. Nah, he, he's not coming to Everton. If even even Alan. Yeah, I swear Alan was at Napoli. No, this Beldy was like, yo, 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 check this, check this, check this. Yeah, come to England. Yeah. You can fucking shine at Everton. You can get picked up by another team. What are you saying? And he's been like, yeah, come on then. I would have taken Carlo Ancelotti. And the thing is, yeah, if we take someone like Carlo Ancelotti, it states what we're doing. We just need to stabilise the fucking trade because this trade is shaking, bro. Like, we're out here fighting against Brighton. Yo, listen, we're out here announcing wallpapers, bro. <laughs> yo, I'm on the Instagram for your idea. Yo, yo, you go, got a new wallpaper. Wallpaper? <laughs> Yeah, I almost unfollowed them for that, you know. <laughs> well, well yeah, I, had, I had a similar thing with Spurs no, when, when we went two seasons without signing anyone and they announced that uh, Cadbury's were the new chocolate sponsor for the stadium. It's actually more frustrating. I would rather you didn't tell me anything about Cadbury's, signed a player and then got him to hold a Cadbury's chocolate in his hands and then announced the chocolate as well. Yeah, that'd be a sweet signing. James. <laughs> no, but you know what, oh, right? I've just, I've just, I've just realised. Yeah, it's this fucking shit <laughs> sense of you. Is that what goes on in this, in this flipping podcast? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mate, unfortunately, I have to try and get off them kind of awful jokes. Now, but honestly, so when, when you're saying, who do you reckon's the problem then? Woodward? I, Glaziers? Ollie? Who? Like, not, not having a director of football? What? Where's football played? He's played on the pitch, yeah? So first things first. Let's look at our team, yeah? You know, a bare man going on to me, like, oh, yeah, yeah, look how many players you got. Do, 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 do. You should be doing do, 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 do with the players you got. Bro, Lindelof, bro, it's not happening. These are the players that are still on the United team, yeah? Lindelof, he's not the, he's not the guy. We need to let go of people like Fosu Mensa. Yo, it's not happening, bro. We've been waiting. Pereira, why are you at the club? Lingard, why are you at the club? Yep. Friend, bro, send that guy back instantly, yeah? Also, James, yeah, send that kid out on loan because he can run fast, but what else? What about uh, Smalling Jones? We gone? The way Smalling played when he was in Italy, I was like, raw. <laughs> I could do with a bit of that right now. Still, I don't know what was going on with him, but anyway, look, we need to rebuild. Smalling, kick him out as well. Just kick... So when people talk about the United team, yeah, that's really sick. They're talking about the first team. We have no depth. God forbid. Like, Bruno picks up an injury. We are fucked. Absolutely fucked, man. 
This team has no depth. I, I watch football on the pitch, bro. I don't, I don't look at the press, you know, the conferences. Do you know what I mean? I'm looking at what's going on on the pitch and it's not happening. And best news about Man United is that the Chevrolet deal is going to be expiring. That means I'm going to buy the new kit at least because I can't even stand that. It's <laughs> So it's shit. It's properly that's, shit. That's, when I read that, yeah, on MEN the other day, I was like, that's the best news I've heard about United in a long time. <laughs> well, that says something. I'm telling you, man. What, what was the last good news you heard about United? Oh, apart from Bruno coming in. And yeah. to be fair, when I heard that we were getting Bruno, I was like, yeah, he's a sick player. But uh, I was still a bit skept- uh, you know, like skeptical about what he would do. Obviously, he's come in and he can fucking kick a ball straight. And now we're all, you know, praising him because he's doing something. You know what I mean? You've, you've done us a fucking solid here, Manzi. You've led us right into the next question, which is, who are you bringing in? Let me just say it now, yeah. You can, you can, if I'm wrong, yeah, then I'll, you know, I'll buy you all two rounds at the, at the bar and that, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I'll actually do that. Man United is finishing outside the top five. I'll tell you that now. As presently yeah? constructed or depending if they get some players in. Yeah, if we if we if we brought in Sancho and and a, and a left back and a centre back, you still think we're finishing to- outside the top five? It depends on who, you know. It, it depends on who we're bringing in. Because that, that, that was my question. Um, if realistically, if you're Ollie or you're Ed Woodward now, who do you want to bring in? Uh, Sancho, of course, because yeah. I can imagine him, San, Sancho, Pogba, and Bruno. Maybe there's something that happens there because I'm watching Bruno and Pogba play together, and I don't know, man. I was expecting like fireworks, but I'm seeing some sparklers or something. It's not I, for me, honestly. I can't really say to you like which players because in terms of making this team better, it, it's gonna have to be like a structural change, you know. And I think recently as well, Man United has been signing names for quite a while and not signing responsibilities. And, and we tried to do that with Maguire. To be fair, like I, I can't say Maguire is a shit player really because <laughs> it's just not kicked off yet for him. Yeah, but we need to sign like to fill holes. You know, it's like we just like look at a player, let's sign that player. But we just look, explain to me the signing of Donny van der Beek. Explain that to me. I think personally, I think that was a bit of a panic signing. I said this a couple of weeks ago. Like I saw you've got like gaps. There's obviously like been talking to Dan a lot about what, who you need to sign and this centre back or left back or whatever it is. And like van der Beek kind of felt like a signing you didn't really need. But it was a guy that kind of made him bit of a name for himself Ajax and played well in the Champions League last season and I, I, I agree I agree with what Jim said 100% it, it was just it was a panic buy wait you don't think it's good you don't think it's good enough Donny no, no, Don, Donny is a, is a great player it's not about him being a good player or, or, or not a good player him. why are you signing a stri- like why would you sign someone in a position where you don't need them like it, yeah. it's actually well, okay. really so who do, you, who do you have there who do you have there that's better than Danny van der Beek? It's not even about who's better. It's look how crowded our midfield is with a bunch of players who are trying to play in the same mm. positions. We've got we've got people like Fred. So what's Fred doing? I think the point stands what we've all said. It's a stu- To be honest, it's a stupid signing. I agree with what Manzi said. Like He is a good player. I do think he's got potential and he's only young. We can develop him. If anything, you sell him on and hopefully you make some money. But like he's still like, yeah, it's, it's not a priority, is it? It's not a priority, man. It's not a priority. We've been making signings that are just just don't make sense. Just yeah. absolutely makes no sense at all. This club. I'm not trying to say like it's all oh, it's panic panic stations, yeah. Because you know I'll panic when we're going to get relegated, yeah. But at, at the moment, like I I'm not excited to watch United. Okay, let me switch this up a little bit. Players like Rashford, yeah. 
what a fucking blessing to have a player like that, yeah? Greenwood is probably the most exciting young player I've seen since Cristiano Ronaldo. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about players that are at the club right now, but I think we've lost our sense of direction. Like, I think United doesn't have... People can mock us now. Like, I, I used to be one of them, man, yeah, that would be like, fuck that, man. We're United, do, 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 do. Now, bro, everyone mocks United, yeah? I just sit there and take it. In it, man, because you can't say anything back. You can't say anything back. As always, man, it's been a pleasure. That was, that was, that's exactly what I wanted. We've got two guests on this week, guys. One of James's favourite teams, I'd say. The Woolwich Wanderers, I love them. You don't know about this story? You don't know this story? Yeah. Woolwich, Woolwich Wanderers? Yeah. yeah. Woolwich. So Arsenal started in Woolwich in South London, yeah? In like oh, the yeah, yeah, 1900s, they, they got brought up into the Premier uh, Premiership or whatever it was called at the time by some technicality, which meant we got dropped down a league because they came up, and then they went and fucking moved to like two miles down the road from us. So they're a South London team in their origin. I knew <laughs> there was more reasons I hate Arsenal. Current day, we're not talking fucking 1800s boys anymore. <laughs> right. well, that's classic. When you talk about Arsenal, they always talk about. <laughs> Right, so Chima, on a, on a level, man. Wait, I'll wait, Dan, Dan, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, just one, uh, one. Right, Chima, for the whole conversation, do not mention the Invincibles. Let's see if you can do it. I'll give you 10 quid. What do you mean? You mentioned Alex Ferguson. Chima, what you're saying? Arteta. I personally I think he's pretty much single handedly kept Obamiang for you, hasn't he? Really? Obamiang's come out and said it's Arteta and the fans that have kept him there. He's been fantastic. I mean, so the hallmark of Arteta so far, from what I can see and from what everyone is saying about him, is his ability to clearly like communicate what he wants. And what his ideas are, who he is, what he expects from his players. And so what that does is to players, it brings like instant respect and it brings like that desire to, to want to play for him. And if they see it's working in games, which it has been ever since it ever since the year, oh no, no, no. Okay, get it out. Sorry. Ever since he um <laughs> Sorry. So no, yeah, just no, just no. so everyone knows, he was trying to concentrate on answering questions and watch <laughs> Arsenal get battered by Liverpool. <laughs> um, by this game, um, he's that is is he's just able to communicate his ideas clearly. Obviously, he's a draw to players. It's a draw to big time players like Aubameyang because he specifically, even listening to what Aubameyang said, he specifically communicated what he wanted for the for the club and how he wanted to achieve it. And mm. I think that's part of it. That's that's a huge part of his draw, especially coming from uh, Unai Emery, who was <laughs> obviously one of the worst, I think, communicators I think that club has probably had. I don't, I don't think he, he was that guy. I don't think a lot of people respected him in the club. I think James um, got some pretty strong feelings on Unai Emery from this from his Patreon. <laughs> well, uh, we'll, we'll get into them in a second, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mate. I, yeah, I really didn't want you to sack him. I thought he was a great manager for you, lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he just seemed like a clown to me, but whatever. I mean, he started well. He started relatively well, but like, just it just some, of, some because... of our best memories of watching Arsenal fan TV. He was in charge. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. That is so true. I let me sorry. I have to mention Arsenal fan TV. That that channel. It oh, got me, it, I love it, 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 mate. Got me, it got me into it's football. Like, to rival fans. 
I convinced yeah. no Arsenal fans watch it. I convinced it's just like loads of other teams' fans just watch it whenever Arsenal lose. I'm telling you, mate. Sometimes I can tell you that Arsenal's starting 11. And I'm not even going to watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, like, I think Arsenal fans are really, like, passionate. Like, really, really passionate. We've been spoiled, like, by Wenger, the Invincibles. That's my quota, <laughs> isn't it, Mark? <laughs> that's, my, that's my quota. We've been spoiled, right? So, like, we expect it. He stopped spoiling you in 2004, lad. No, no, no. Even before that, bro. Even before that. The Ian Wright days. Oh, then, man. We've, we've been spoiled with, like, quality, bro. Like, so if we don't get that, it's it's very frustrating. Given the fact that all, like, C, who used to be perennial relegation um, fighters or whatever. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely, them. man. Like, they came up and we're like, oh, my gosh, why... How have they gone ahead of us? Granted, they've you know spent a lot of money and all that crap, but still, it's like we were promised as well with the new stadium, oh, with the new um, <laughs> with, the, with the new stadium. We we're promised that we're gonna be ahead of the game or like really at the top in terms of like bringing players in. It hasn't really materialized, to be honest. Uh, take it from me, man. It's new stadiums don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it from every West Ham fan ever as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I feel like we've we've got a little spice, but what what are realistically what are your expectations? I know you and Mark and some of your boys have got a top four set up. Who you think is going to come where? Mark's already given us a shout that he thinks United are going to finish outside the top five. Yeah, I, I, mate, listen, I mean, when I made that prediction, the season hadn't started yet. Yeah. No, no, so no. I fucked it, mate. I, I said we'll finish third. What was I thinking? <laughs> mate, I, I said third as well. I said third as well, I'll be honest. But Chima, from, from, the first, from the first couple of weeks, what are you thinking? What is like, and I know we're looking as like Liverpool, oh no, Liverpool were just on the attacking on my stream. And so, but what realistically, what are you thinking, man? Like, like okay, so, no one is catching Liverpool. Number one, they oh calm down. City, no, no, seriously, think about it. Just logically think about it. City finished how many points behind them last season? Twenty something points. Right, you can say City gave up probably like at some point during the season, and they were probably feeling some sort of demotivated because they they won it previously. I don't know. Fact that Liverpool were so ahead last season, and they've added absolutely top quality players to come in. Yeah. Number one, um, Thiago. Number two, I think is Jota, right? Yeah. No one's catching them. That's 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 like they they're just too good. But then you have City, who obviously are the, are the next best team. They've got De Bruyne. I have to say, Chima, they've made some very good signings. Man City. Yeah. We haven't yeah, seen it. Well. We haven't seen it all together, and this Leicester game has absolutely made them look like right mugs. But yeah, now I'm just gonna say like yeah, right. Let's give City a chance, lads. Let's give City a chance. I'm not going to, like, write them off now. I wouldn't hey, say this that. This is a fucking Arsenal section. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Chima, you want to you go out on a limb and give us a, give us a prediction where you think you're going to finish? So, or... I, think, I think Arsenal, Arsenal fourth, behind oh. Chelsea. Oh, Jim, actually, hold Jim, on. Jim and uh, Manzi are making some faces, but, I, you know, <laughs> I'll leave you to it, man. You keep dreaming. I'm dreaming you're not going to be <laughs> The guy he was in predicting is dreaming. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. I, I'd like to see, we'll see. Going a little bit on to sort of more management ownership. What, what Stan Kroenke, what do you think of him? Um, I think Stan Kroenke is Stan, Stan Kroenke. He's been Stan Kroenke. He needs to be investing more, innit? Yes, definitely. I think he needs to be investing more. Um, 
probably people in Arsenal probably think he needs to be investing more. Fans think he needs to be investing more. But there are two things, right? Cranky uh, or whatever, you, however you pronounce his name, it's never been that guy to invest in a club, right? Um, he's always been that guy to push a self-sustaining model. And also Arsenal, I think from a faction within the club, have always been the club that wants to have a self-sustaining model in that Arsenal use the um, revenue they, they generate to, to improve their squad, right? And not having outside owners one on one in money in. That's what we want to do. It's a bit hard doing that in this climate where you've got like billionaire money like rolling in, uh, shake one so money rolling in. So it's very hard to compete like that. But I think that's what we want. And San Kronke has never been that guy to 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 pour money in a club. So I'm not really I'm not really um, surprised at all. And I don't think anyone should be. And I don't think anyone should really expect him to do anything different. We, j- we just need to get another owner if you want that. Um, or do better at actually raising revenue to improve our, our squad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know a lot about him. I know he owns the Los Angeles Rams as well. And I know he's like mm. quite into his NFL. But from, yeah. from that standpoint, I think at the end of the day, it is what it is with Kroenke. And it's been like that for so yeah. long. And this, you're not going to yeah. change it, innit? No, you're not going to change him. So there's no point. There's no point in even thinking about that. What we need to do is what Liverpool are doing. This, the, they've, they've done smart business. They've invested properly. They've, they've, yeah. they've looked at the areas that they need to look at. And they've gone out and used the money that they have to buy the players that they need. It's as simple as that. You just need people in the club that knows football and can get the job done in terms of getting you what you actually need. That's what we need. We could do with one yeah. of them. I was yeah. going to say, yeah. everyone, everyone yeah, should yeah. be a bit more Liverpool. And I think, yeah, I think, yeah. I think, and if I'm honest, I genuinely think that's consistency throughout who's been in charge. Klopp, like, mm-hmm. since, yeah. since the, the revolution has started in inverted mm-hmm. brackets, like, it's been Klopp in charge. Like, you need that consistency in it. But right, yeah. so going on to the, the last question, same question to what I gave to Manzi. Realistically, like, who would you want to come in? Biggest thing, which I, which pisses me off week in, week out, when I keep seeing Ozil, Ozil, however you say his name, he just keeps, <laughs> like, sapping that money each week, just yeah. collecting that fucking paycheck. Not even in the yeah. starting 11, not in the starting squad, Some in the, like, in the yeah. squad sometimes. It's just like... Yeah. To be honest with Ozil, like Ozil is a really good player, right? But I think there's probably something else going in the background because he's too good of a player to be left out, not even playing in Carabao Cup. Yeah. Um, so it's probably his attitude, right? But but I think he's still good enough to play. But the um, thing is, sorry, 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 what what is it? Because it's happening now under different managers. So, so it's not even like oh this situation where oh we got this uh, manager who has an argy bargy with him. It, it's different guys, but it's the same shit. I just don't think it works hard enough. It doesn't work hard enough. Like you can, it could coast on Novenga because Venga loved him. Like he, he, like Venga loved him, and Venga would allow him to do that and put people around. Well, he didn't really put people around him. He didn't succeed in doing that. But he, that's what he tried to do: put people around him to to mask his deficiencies. But like Arteta is like, nah, sorry, mate. No, we need you. Can't... We need everyone to work hard. It doesn't matter how good you are. You need to work hard for the team. And I don't think he's that player. And we don't really need a, a central attacking midfielder. We just need good 
central midfielders, the way Arteta wants to play. So, so both things coincide with him being, him being, you know, oh my gosh, sorry. We just had two one-on-one one, one chances, sorry. Yeah, both coincide with him being not a player that we actually need, so. I find it mental that you have a player who gets paid that. Thing is, yeah, I was, I was pulling my hair out whichever hair is remaining in my head, yeah, about, <laughs> about flipping Alexis Sanchez at Man United. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. what I don't seem to understand is this player's at your club, you're paying him all this money, which if you weren't paying him, I think it would have been easier to even keep Aubameyang. You wouldn't have to go through all these negotiations. What was it? 300,000 a week? What is it? How much yeah, is it a week I, he's on? Yeah, something yeah. close to that, I think. Well, yeah. I just don't understand it. Like he, He's yeah. been this attitude, or whatever you want to call it, under three different managers, and he's still at the club. Like, has this guy yeah. had the lawyers write the most insane contract which can't be broken or something? Like, you what, know, what is I think we gave him we gave him that contract when he was relatively at the top of his game, right? And also, a lot of people were leaving at that point. I, I, I don't really remember, but I think a lot of people were leaving at that point and wanted well, to keep. Yeah, like Van Persie and what's his name left at this, uh, Sanchez within like a season of each other, didn't they? And then yeah, so I, don't, I don't think we, we wanted that to happen to another like quality player, and yeah, so we just yeah. gave him a contract. Thinking about it now, I, we probably wouldn't, definitely wouldn't, have given him that contract. Like he 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 probably doesn't deserve it, right? But at that point in time, it was probably quote unquote the right move to make. You see, this is also going back to the point where you need people in the club that can see not see the future but but have a, a bit about themselves to think about what's what trajectory you want the team to 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 go towards and and the profile of players you want to bring and you want to keep to you know to 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 get winning again and i don't think people within the club were were brave enough to say to pull the trigger and go nah nah um it's probably not the type of person we want to build build around so just suck him <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no. If you, it, yeah, but if it's a job, in it, it's a job. It, if I go mm. to work and I start doing that shit, that's not part of the contract. I know, but the biggest thing is with footballers, in it, man. Like this is what we were saying. Me and my housemate were saying about footballers, like the asset is too is bigger than the club at some point. Like yeah. especially with with Urzel, like the money he's getting paid, you, you can't probably afford to just be like, okay, we're going to buy you out of your contract, which is another like, mm. this is like, if say if they did that two or three years ago, that'd have been yeah. 15, 20 million. They're just throwing down the drain just to get rid of a player. You know what I mean? But I just don't, I feel like the players at this point with agencies and agency fees and, the contracts that they sign, the length, the four, the five year contract, it's just madness that they yeah. try and buy them out. Yeah, we you shouldn't have given like, I'm happy this is happening. This is great. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I'm even battling against. This is fantastic. I want him to stay at the club for as long as he can and not kick a single ball, actually. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is exactly what it is a dream situation. Right, I'm like, sick of hearing about Arsenal. Yeah, now. I don't wanna, I am sick of it as well. Let's move on. <laughs> there we go. There we go. You brought me on to talk about Arsenal, so <laughs> I'm talking about Arsenal. James, 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 James. You you have no leg to stand on, lad. Like you're wearing a shirt of a club that I don't think has ever seen the colour silver ever. What do you mean Ever. silver? We've got runners up in the Champions League. That's silver. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah, go on. Prem right. rundown. Prem rundown, boys. 
some spicy games on this weekend. Well, not not on paper they weren't that spicy, but it turned out to be quite spicy. Let's 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 go chronologically. We had Brighton United. Mm. I tell you what, yeah, this is this is the state of Man United. Like that game, game, yeah. That game sums everything up. Yeah. So so of course I'm here. I mean, I'm smiling. <laughs> Three points. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a madness, but it's scary, bro. Like this does not. This is mad. <laughs> Brian, Brian, we're all over you, mate. I mean, Trossard alone hit the woodwork three times. Mate, listen, yeah. Times, if it was bro. up to, if it was up to me, yeah, I would have give six points to them because they were putting, they were putting mad shifts in. You know what I mean? They but, were putting so football. much effort in. Man. This is football, isn't it? Like you got to score more goals than the other person. And also, let me just say, yeah, at the end that handball. Mm. Uh, listen, technically, it's a handball. Okay. The ball has hit his hand, but fucking hell, we got lucky there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> big time, big you know time. I, mean? I was going to say, I do, I do quite like the look of Brighton this season. Mm, what's that? Say, what's there? Is it Lamptey? Is he? Uh, we mentioned yeah, him last the, week, the right I think. Finger. Yeah, he looks fucking wicked, mate. He is absolutely mm. rapid, isn't he, as well? Was it, is he ex-Chelsea, I think, isn't he? Yeah. He's come through Chelsea Academy. Yeah. Like, I, I would I probably... I don't know. I'm not a Chelsea fan, but I'll probably have in my head of the right back at the moment. Is well, they'll probably just fucking buy him anyway, mate. Knowing them lot. Yeah, later on. Sweet yeah, buy 45 mil or something, isn't it? Nothing for them lot. <laughs> Change for Abramovich. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, over, overall, it was just a fucking madness. You boys have probably been watching football a bit longer than me, but have you ever seen a hundredth minute hundredth oh, minute penalty? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have, yeah, but not in that situation. Like, because no. if you think about it, I don't know when was the PSG one? Because the PSG one was late. That was like when uh, when Rashford smashed that in last season. When we got the handball for that as well. Like that was probably like I don't know. Like it was late. It wasn't a hundred minutes, but it was like late. It was close to ninety. Like so. Yeah, hmm. yeah, but I think. Isn't the game over when the ref blows the whistle? That's yeah. what I thought. But then obviously VAR piped up in his ear, didn't they? Yeah. Because I know I knew that you could um I know that you can get a red card like before a game yeah, yeah. you can also get a yeah. red card up. Yeah, as long as it doesn't happen to United, I don't really care. You know, when they interviewed like Steve Bruce yesterday, like he wasn't he wasn't celebrating. It was like, what the fuck was that? That's that's basically what I'm talking Chima, about. mate, you're getting ahead of yourself again. We're coming <laughs> on for that. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Everton beat Palace 2-1 away. Uh, we've already kind of talked about Uncle Carlo, yeah? Uncle I mean, Carlo, I've, legend, mate. I've got, I had him down as finishing seventh, but I don't, I'm not sure about that now. Tell you what, Manzi could have been onto something. He really could have. Like he's He's brought in players. He's got... He's got the team playing well. I'm telling and, you, man. Uh, I'm telling you, the right man for United is not Pochettino. It's not him. I mean, Dom- Dominic Calvin-Lewis, like, he's he's smashing them in at the moment. He's, as well. mate, he's playing so well. Mm. Uh, Carlo Ancelotti, just, he just knows how to create a team that's, like, stable, you know? Mm. Like, like it's a, a stable team that you can approach and be like, hmm, not sure what's going to happen in this game against these lot. That's exactly what we need. It's a shame yeah. that everything's gone. <laughs> I agree, yeah. man. I agree. Big VAR controversy in this game as well, wasn't there? Handball again? For Everton, was it? Uh, Palace gave away the handball. Everton got the winner from it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was. Yeah, yeah, Which, I, to be fair, though, I do think it was a handball, to be honest. It wasn't as controversial as, as obviously, 
United's or yeah, no, no, I don't think it was a bit. It was that. Yeah, was yeah. That touch and go. No. Um, Leeds beat Sheffield United. It was a bit. Oh, obviously, my best mate supports Chef, and he was fuming, absolutely fuming. I was yeah. in a WhatsApp group telling him about how Leeds is historically a better club than Chef. He lost his head. I think he blocked me. <laughs> um, uh, I can't even introduce this next game. Someone else do it. What is it? What is it? West West Brom three Chelsea three. You're talking that one, mate. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, no. I totally thought it was the Spurs game next, but yeah, oh, go on. No. Well, that was yeah, one we'll tasty game. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> team has got plenty of ammunition for that one, mate. <laughs> but the, yeah, West Brom Chelsea, man. Like, I felt so sorry for Slavin Bilic as well because that that West Brom that first like twenty five minutes they were playing out of their skin. I mean. Chelsea for the second goal did make a bit mm. of a cock up, but mm. I must, I yeah, I felt really sorry for. West well, do you know what's mad? Yeah, I when I saw when I saw Thiago uh, going to Chelsea, I was like, you know what, that's a pretty smart decision, you know. But I guess the Farmer League has come to shine again because <laughs> watching my man play like that, I was like, poor. Like if you start doing that stuff in the premiere, you're gonna get found out rapid. Mate, I could not agree more. Like it you've hit the nail on the head. The farmers league as I'm as telling you, man. Show, I'm man, telling I'm... you, man. I, like, I saw you know what's funny actually, I saw like on social media there's a lot of French uh, guys in the in the French league. You know when uh, Leon got through blah 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 in the Champions League and there was whatever. Oh, they were like, Oh, farmers league, farmers league. I was like, it is the farmers league. Stop. Just because you had this one interview, you know what I mean? It's like, all of a sudden, you know, don't even get me started about this French lot. Yeah, nah, man, I agree. It, it did It did show the fucking gulf between the Prem, and to be honest, the Prem and everything else, let's be real, like, La Liga's not even, it's a nothing. Like, they got they got some, they got a couple of teams, but yeah. Anyway, Jim's face looks like we're, we're on planet. Yeah, like, what the fuck? I went for a quick piss. What are you all on about? <laughs> Just the difference between Prem and, like he said, the Farmers League. Cause... Yeah, yeah, big time. They pulled his fucking pants down, mate. <laughs> right, so... I'm not going to lie. I think, I think he's going to be fine. Thiago Silva, he's going to be fine. He's going to be totally fine. It's, he's, a, he's a great player. He's going to be fine. I do, I do think, I think he will settle down. But, man, if, he, if like Mike Manzi said, if he keeps making mistakes like he did in that game, he's, he's, he's going to have his pants pulled down a lot in the Prem. <laughs> He will because those mistakes look like what the mistakes that um, uh, David Luiz keeps making, and he was at PSG in the defensive side of things. I think as well, so maybe it's just <laughs> it's just what happens from them. So next, next up, Jimbo, what what happened? Spurs won, Newcastle won. Come on, Mate, we. I think it's probably the best game that we played under Jose Mourinho. We absolutely dominated. We had, I think, we had thirteen shots on target. Uh, we like controlled the game from start to finish, uh, but you know what? Fuck Andy Carroll. Fuck Mike Ashley. Post <laughs> oh, direct. Yeah, anyone that didn't see this game, it was the fucking ninety third minute. Eric Dyer jumps up in the box to defend a free kick, which wasn't even a valid free kick, which was unbelievable. Jumps up in the air as you do, puts his hands in the air with his back to the ball. Andy Carroll heads the ball into his arm. And it's a 97th minute penalty. The thing that pisses me off, man, like I can, I can, I'm a Spurs fan. I can handle a loss. I can handle a draw. 
what I can't handle is dominating a game like that and only taking a point from a team who had one shot on target the whole game. And it was the penalty. It was the one penalty. It's fucking... I've never... Mate, we lost the Champions League final and I wasn't as angry as I was on Sunday. What did I say? It's how the cookie crumbles, and it's and it, it United it crumbled well. But you lot, it didn't. but I must admit, man, it you know it can, like we said before, Jim hadn't been watching football as much as some of us, and you know what? It kind of made me feel good about myself when he messaged me and how fuming he was on the messages. <laughs> it kind of made me think, like, yeah, he's proper. Fo- he's getting into football so much. He's got that like that hmm. real fucking hatred when they lose to something like this. <laughs> I do think, but if I was Jose Mourinho, I would be fuming at my team, not even at the yeah. VAR thing. Yeah, I would be fuming at my because I watched. I start. I watched the game for the first ten minutes, mm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, this game's over. This is done." <laughs> I, I, I left. I literally left and went, went outside and chilled for like a few hours and came back in. Came back in. Look, um, turn the um, TV on. It's like it's like one hour. It's like what the fuck happened here? Like I, I don't get how that happened. The no, point I don't. is, the point is, you have to take your chances. It's that simple. You can't. That can't happen. You can't le- leave it to one nil mm. at the end of the game for them to come back and 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 fix. Oh up. yeah, definitely, definitely. Like we totally got ourselves to blame. Yeah, yeah. I have this theory that. Tottenham play teams and, and we just turn players into like p- players will have their best game ever like the fucking Newcastle keeper made <laughs> yeah, 12, 12, 12 saves I think which yeah. is the most saves ever made by a Premier League keeper since we pl- since Tim Krul played for Newcastle and he made 14 <laughs> against Tottenham <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm thinking mate I'm not quite sure but I'm thinking the last time before that was when you played us and De Gea made so many saves that he actually framed his boots yeah, because yeah, yeah. he made that yeah. many saves with his feet. I yeah. don't know how many saves that was, but again, like you seem to be able to just make goalkeepers look unbelievable, mate. <laughs> oh, mate, mate, get this, yeah? So I'm sat, I'm sat on the end of the sofa, yeah? I'm absolutely, I'm boiling over. I'm so annoyed, yeah? <laughs> then, our, then our goalkeeper coach gets a red card for getting in the ref's <laughs> face yeah, after yeah. the final whistle. Then it comes out that Son, who's on absolute spicy form has got a hamstring injury i hadn't heard that yeah it's not been confirmed yet but it's uh, yeah i mean just to add insult to injury like fuck me it just reminded me of how like ridiculously unlucky you guys were with injuries mate we're tottenham hospital fc mate that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy arsenal used to be that unlucky but you guys are i don't know i don't know what it anyway as i mentioned i'm boiling over and I, I say to my fiance, I said, I'm going to have a bath. I'm going to just going to go sit in the bath for a bit and reflect. Uh, I started watching the Leicester game before I went upstairs. It was 1-0 uh, City, I think. I was like, oh, it's probably done now. I think City were dominating. Finished the bath, come downstairs, 5-2. <laughs> oh, the beautiful game. The, the, the beautiful game. Can I just say, as, as a United fan, when I saw that, it really, it really did brighten up my Sunday. Yeah, oh, let me really, tell you. Really ah. Well, well, well. Fill, fill me in on it, boys, because I was soaking in my own liquids. So, I, <laughs> I, I, to be honest, Manzi said it before. Some of the goals were pretty. Oh boring. my god! But, 
Uh, saying that though, did you see James Madison second uh, the fourth goal for Leicester? It was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. Filthy. Right, first thing, I also just want to say, yeah, we need to start putting some respect onto Jamie Vardy's name. Yeah, yeah. This guy is absolutely incredible. Absolutely sick, sick striker. Yeah, I know he got two pens, yeah, but you also need to bury pens. And the way he yeah. buries the pen, it's, it's like it's never even been a question. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, the way he buries a pen is like, well, that's a bit unfair. The way he hits it. Can we can we just go to Ch- uh, Chima for the for, for the pitch side evaluation? Yeah, let's not do that. Let's not do that. I, 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 oh, I'm behind on this, on my man. Have you not noticed how quiet I've been? Wait, Chima, I've <laughs> oh, just seen the score. Chima, you said they made some good signings. You said they made a good signing. You said they made a good signing of Thiago. Who's the other guy that you said? Just. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lucky goal. It's a handball as well. VAR should have checked that. <laughs> um, but just to go back on Jamie Vardy for a sec, um, there's th- I saw this this week. There's um, three players that have scored hat tricks against Pep's Man City. Oh yeah, Messi, yeah. Jamie Vardy twice. On on to the last game of the week. Obviously, well, the last game of the week, Chima. Uh, we, we've just seen your beloved Arsenal get spanked. But the the game before that was uh, West Ham uh, Wolves, which our friend Alex, who was on a couple of weeks ago, is going to be very happy about. 4-0 against Wolves, West Ham. Yeah. Like, West Ham with Moisey in charge. Like, what? Unbelievable. I was actually watching Arsenal on TV thing and they were talking about who they think is going to be the first manager to be sacked like this season. And nearly all of them were saying it's David Moyes. Not if he keeps doing things like that. <laughs> he wasn't even fucking there, mate. He sat at home. He's fucking isolated, isn't he? Yeah, true. Yeah, he's on WhatsApp, mate. He's on WhatsApp telling him what to do. <laughs> Maybe that's why they fucking won, though. Yeah, that's what have... I was going to say. Maybe that's he's been like, the whole fucking season. Yeah. 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 No, um, they were energised, though. Like, they had a lot of energy. And yeah. they just fought Wolves. That's just... That's what it is, and took and their chances. One thing, a couple, well, a couple of things I noticed was like the that lad Bowen, the young lad who scored two e looks. I mean, uh, Alex, our friend who was on, did did mention him being a like a a pretty decent player, but he he looks like he really could be. And uh, Haller, yeah. he looked like a, a, just like an adult playing in like under twelve football. Like for the full <laughs> ball, they pinged it in, and he didn't even like seem to jump. He just sort of like lifted his head up a bit and just went, there you go, have that n- number four, lads. And I was like, how, how yeah. are you doing this? I think it's, I, I don't know, I think it says a lot about Wolves, to be honest, as well, though. Like, mm. I think they've, they've sold a lot of players. The team that they had on the pitch was kind of, couldn't, it wasn't even comparable to the team they played last season. Yeah, it was Portugal versus West Ham, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, Wolves is Portugal, basically, yeah. Yeah, it's I Mendes, do. isn't it? It's Mendes. And I think, I think mm. as well... Another little thing with Wolves is like they started the past two seasons so early, didn't they? With having to try and qualify for Europa League and then having like what a month, a month and or five weeks off in between like last season and this season. Like, mm. I wouldn't be surprised for the first half of this season, they've like Wolves have just got burnout and like yeah. just struggling, right? Yeah, yeah, but I expect them to bounce back after this. I wouldn't really, I mean. Nobody wants to go and play in that stadium. So I think, yeah, I think they're going to be bouncing back. I don't see Wolves yeah. like 
No, right, they've, just signed, they've just signed that Semedo guy as well. He's a lovely player. I've, I've seen him play he's sick. I can't yeah. believe Barcelona sold him. Semedo. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it was him. They need young players. I don't know why they're selling Semedo. I, I don't get it. But it, mate, it is actually crazy, isn't it? Like, I didn't... I just don't understand Barcelona at this moment. <laughs> Wait, but you know, you know, should do an episode about Barcelona and the rise and fall because it's they're oh, falling fast. They are falling, yeah, man. They even um, put Messi on, in put Messi in jail. Never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what I mean? Like when I saw when I saw you, was like, I want to leave. I was like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like if Totti said he wants to leave Roma, you'd have been like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's mental. So do you want to have a look at the games coming up for the next week? Um, I've We've got League Cup games all midweek. No, not interested in that. Spurs, yeah. Chelsea, uh, United, <laughs> United, <laughs> Brighton again. Uh, United, Brighton again. Might be a little bit of a tasty affair, but again, who cares? Um, I mean, Ar- Arsenal, Arsenal got Liverpool again. <laughs> Oh, they so, no, no, no. Swear, 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 just Premier League, bro. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree, man. Yeah, fine. Well, all right then. Spurs United next weekend. What are we saying about that? Mm, Spurs, yeah. Spurs United, mate. Listen, but guess what? Guess what, lads? Guess what? Will I be surprised if United turn up? No, I won't. You know what I mean? I won't be surprised. And let, watch me say this now, and we get smacked. But. I wouldn't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if United put a fucking performance in. You know what I mean? Because a lot of these players are going to be like, fuck you, Mourinho. I remember when you didn't let me, you know, do this and that. So I wouldn't be surprised if we perform because this is classic United. We turn up against the big teams. Then we lose again to West Ham. Then we lose again to flipping West Bromwich. Classic. Yeah. I, you know what, Manzi? I fully, fully agree with that, man. I think... Yeah. I think it, I think we will turn up. I don't know if we'll win. I do think we'll win way, way better performance than we did against Brighton because, I mean, you can't put much of a fucking worse performance in, can you? But Jimbo, what are you thinking, man? You confident? <sighs> um, I'm never really confident, to be honest. But I don't know. I think we're the same. I think we're the same. Like we, I don't know if we'll win, but we do always turn up against the big teams, I think. We'll always put a bit of a scrap in, like... Pfft. I think this could be anyone's game, to be honest. Apart from and a Champions we... League final. No, we can't. We fucking turned up in that, man. Come on. You said Liverpool defended for most of the game earlier. Yeah, it was over in the first four minutes. Shut up. <laughs> oh, it was fucking... that was another fucking VAR handball, wasn't it? Jesus. Yeah, we did. Anyway, that takes us nicely on to the next bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, go on, mate. Oh. It, all right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay it out there. Is VAR and these stupid handball rules ruining football? So ju- just this weekend, we had Dyer versus Newcastle, Joe Ward versus Everton. Uh, weekend before was Doherty versus Southampton, Mopay versus United. But then Havertz versus West Brom was not a handball. I know, I don't understand that. Like, Do you remember, James, do you remember when me and you watched that game, yeah, where Frank Lampard hit the, the crossbar and the ball went across the line? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 fine. And no, it, but yeah. It, Oh, all right. Well, it happened. Hit the top of the crossbar. Ball fell behind the line. Yeah, I do know what you're on about. Yeah. 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 What was everyone screaming after they saw that? Goal line technology. Get goal line technology in. So that's different. Like, does the ball go over the line or not? Yes or no? Well, well, try telling that to Sheffield United when the ball uh, went across. Yeah, okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. It's the same thing. No, I'm just saying, like, 
it, it just needs to be implemented. But I don't think the goal line pro- technology or whatever all this stuff is a problem. I just think it needs to be like implemented better, and especially in the Premier League. Personally, though, I think the fact that with VAR it's subjective that with in terms yeah. of a foul or not, like one referee's interpretation of a foul could be so much different to, than another referee's. And I know they're all meant to be under the FA, they're all meant to be under the same rules, but I do feel like some refs will give easier penalties than other refs. But yeah. that, that existed before VAR, though. Yeah, but that that's the whole point of VAR, to get rid of that. Yeah. To, if a ref looks at it and then goes, oh, actually, I have given that a bit soft, or oh, actually... And it's, and it's more like the fact that the handball situation, you were going to say about it before, the handball situation is getting out of control. Like With Dyer's one, Dyer's one's horrendous. Like, he's got his back... Surely the ref needs to have a little bit of common sense. Like, he's got his back turned to him. Don't get me wrong, he's got his arms out, but... It you wasn't can't jump in the air. You can't jump in the air without putting your hands up. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Jump up like a pencil? Yeah, but this is the thing, though. Like, that's not VAR's problem, is it? No, but the fact that a camera has recorded a ball hitting someone's hand who weren't looking at it. And that's not the camp, that's not VAR's problem. That, no, 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 now yeah, now it's right. a problem of the ref. This is my issue. So in this game the other day, yeah, the build-up is some fucking Newcastle player runs into Hoybier, mm. knocks him over. That then awards a free kick. That should have been VAR'd, yeah? Mm-hmm. Free kick goes in. The ball hits Eric Dyer's hand, which was then VAR'd as well. That was cleared as a handball, so a penalty, which was then checked to see if Newcastle were offside, which they were, but that passed through VAR. Yeah. And then they got the ref to come over to the monitor and check that. This whole process took five minutes. VAR is supposed to be to check clear and obvious fouls. Yeah. Or or, or clear and obvious errors in, in a refereeing decision. Why the fuck is three or four different decisions being passed through Stockley Park or whatever? when everyone sitting at home can see it's an obvious thing. But I, I agree with you on this. Yeah. I, like I said, for me, it's, it's how it's being used. It, all it is is a, a tool. You can't really complain so much about a tool. It's how you implement it, how you use it. Yeah, and, yeah, the way, yeah. and the way they're using it is completely wrong. Yes, I agree with that. But I don't think the problem is VAR. So when people go, oh, what, what are you going to do? Get rid of VAR. What are people going to scream about next week? I do agree with you there. I, do, I think it is the way it's being implicated, but what else can they do at this point? Like the fact is like they've got monitors at the side of the pitch and, and referees are still making incorrect decisions. Like, Yeah, well, that's just because the ref's an idiot. If the ball, if, if the ball's... But that's all it used to be. That's all it used to be. The referee's an idiot and you'd leave it at that. And now it's like the referee's an idiot. The people sat at Stockley Park are an idiot. The people who are drawing the line for the offside are idiots. The people who are calling the fouls in the first place, idiots. Everyone's yeah. fucking idiots, mate. I do think it will level out though. I, I, like not yeah. level out. But I feel like it will get smoothened out. Like what yeah. is, this, is this? Is this the second season? With, second second season? or third, maybe. Second or third. Uh, last, last season, last season we had it, but we didn't have the pitch side monitors, did we? And uh, then this season is like the first where they've implicate because they had it with the World Cup in like two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah. Like the first like bringing it in, and then last season, then this season with the monitors. But to be honest, like it was, it was. <sighs> How many times have people been saying last season, like, it's a disgrace that they don't have the monitors? Like, it, again, it is probably an experience thing with referees as well. Like, looking at decisions more and more, eventually you're going to get to a point where you're like, mm, yeah, actually, maybe that isn't a penalty where, you know, you can be more clear with it. Like, I don't know. I think... I mean, like, I mean, look, the only person who can complain in this conversation is probably Sheffield United. So, without due respect, I mean, 
taking Sheffield United out of this because they just get, I don't know what happens with them with VAR, but I think it's something that's just going to, yeah, like you said, we're complaining about this world, the, the pitch side TVs or whatever. Now we've got them. So give this like two more. There's going to be winners and losers in, in this whole transition. And if your team's losing, then you're stressing. Right now, let's be honest, James. If you had won the game because of a VR decision, that was your way, you wouldn't be stressed. Probably, probably less stressed, obviously. But then yeah. I yeah, can't help. Be- I can't help but look at the Brighton game and the Palace game, all games from this weekend, like and see that and not feel sorry for Brighton or not feel sorry for Palace. Dude. My ne- my next question would be, yeah, take all take these little minute details out of it, and who should do what, where, and this. Is it making football too mechanical? Is it too like clinical? The way. Wait, been- are we talking about VAR or are we talking about handball? Handball. Um no okay let me reword that it is that I'm talking I'm talking specifically about the handball thing just oh, because okay. of how many happened this weekend right. I, I, VAR overall I don't have a problem with it when it's utilized properly yeah. because yeah. that's what it's there for like when it came in I was like I'm fully for this because yeah. stuff the, the ref hasn't got a 360 view of the pitch and what's going on that's impossible mm. but yeah I guess I guess my point is 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 the handball thing like will will it will it become a thing? Will will a ball float into the box and someone will think I'll just head it down and hope it hits someone's hand and try and play for the yeah. penalty? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That the handball thing is ridiculous. The handball thing yeah. is totally, totally ridiculous. Um, you, you can't just say if the ball hits you mm-hmm. there, then it's a handball, it's a free kick or whatever. You, yeah, you have to you have to be able to have some flexibility in inter, in interpreting. What yeah. exactly is going on? How the person is moving? Mm-hmm. How how defenders yeah. move? Um, and how it affects the ball strike in your hand? You have to be able to take that into account. And it yeah. is, I think is it's part of the thing where you know it, it's a very very hard rule to interpret. Mm-hmm. And it's it's some element of uh, a huge element of it is subjective because how do you legislate for hand, handball or ball to hand, right? It's, it's supposed to be subjective. And that I think that's fine. But what they try to do is make it as objective as possible to say if it's hit this part of your arm or whatever, then it's then it's a penalty. I, I don't think you can do that with, with rules like this, yeah, with football, well, where so many different things have to happen. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, Jim, I completely agree. I think, but it's also like, okay, machines won't just do the right time, do it the right way all the time, okay? And humans won't get it right all the time. It's actually the mixture of the two together that will make it work. So the whole idea of like, oh, I've seen, let's watch it back. Let's see what's happened. It's up to the ref and his experience as a ref to then use his knowledge of being a ref who's watched so many incidents of headers, handballs, or whatever, to determine what's going on. So if you take it away from the ref and you say, oh, well, it's hit his hand and that's it. It is dumb, and it also makes VAR look like the vi- the villain here. But it's not yeah. VAR; it's the guy who sat down and goes, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." If it hits your hand, it's a penalty. That's apparently they didn't even consult idiot. players while when they were um, deciding that rule. How can you not consult the people who actually yeah. play the game? Yeah, this is my this is the main issue. I don't re- like as much as I just said. Re- refs are idiots. Like I don't really blame the refs. Like it's not the I can't refs' fault. It's, no, not Stockley, it's, not, it's not Stockley. It's not the rest fault. It's not Stockley Park's fault. It's not the people that do all the stuff. It's the fucking bigwigs sat at the top yeah. who don't really sense. know like that much about football. It's their fault. To be honest, me and my mate were having this discussion. Like, 
before VAR came in. And we actually said, like, this was going to be, like, one of our biggest, like, uh, worries about it, that you'd have, like, players who have unbelievable technical footwork, like a Neymar or something like that, who can just dribble into the box and then just flick the ball up at your hand and it's a free, and it's a penalty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that that was, like, when, when it was first coming in, like, in 2018... That's what we, me and one of my mates are speaking about saying that is literally, that's like a nightmare scenario. And that I do feel like is semi coming true, especially with this weekend's like the misuse of it. And like, he's like Mark said, like not implicating it properly, not looking at all the things like Chima said, like there has to be some kind of flexibility in it, in it. Dan, when you're talking about like um, players pinging it at people's hands and stuff, that makes me think about the Champions League final. And fact? Mark, like, so Sissoko has his hand up in the air to be like, mark that guy there. I've got this guy, mark him. Mane pings the ball at his hand. I don't know. Like, it's, very, it's obviously a bit conspiracy theory. Oh, I, I really doubt that players are going to be flicking the ball up onto people's hands. Like, you're just going to move your hand out of the way and you look like a twat. But if you know you're going to get a penalty, why not? I, don't, I just don't see this happening. I see, yeah. I, I see it happening, but I don't see it as, like, players... A valid, like, technique. Yeah, yeah like literally trying to kick the ball onto your hand. I yeah, think yeah, it, yeah. It's more like this person's trying to get a little dink in the box, trying to loft it over, you know, the, the little gap or something like that. But I don't really see that, like, being a thing personally. So What I like, what I, I really hope it changes because the amount of times in the games I watched this Saturday where players are running at the ref being like, handball, 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 like so much more than normal because they just know they're going to get it. How are you supposed to defend your own box? Well, yeah. let's be honest, boys. We're all not here getting paid hundreds of thousands of pounds like FA, like you said, FA big wigs are to make them kind of decisions, innit? I wish yeah. I was. No, yeah, I right? I was. I'd take yeah. that flack all week, mate, for £100,000. <laughs> <laughs> right, fuck it. That'll do, boys, I think. Yeah, that is it, mate. That's another week done. Another week done, yes. Um, but thanks to Manzi in Amsterdam. Cheers, no, mate. Don't worry, it's an hour later for me as well, so you've taken some time away from me. Uh, get yourself to bed now, mate. <laughs> mate, honestly. <laughs> Thanks to Chima in Manchester. Whoop, whoop. Yes. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, the game didn't get you away, but not that sorry, mate. <laughs> no, you know what? I was expecting it. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, on to the next well, one. You know, mate. You know. You got them again in the League Cup on Wednesday, mate. On to, the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on to the next one, which is Liverpool, I think, mate. <laughs> All right, All right, boys. Nice one. Thanks very much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Right. Really appreciate it. Cheers. See you later. Bye. 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 Bye.